Hello and welcome to Breaking Ground on iProperty Radio with myself, Carol Tallon, the show where we chat to industry experts to get a view of what's happening on the ground and indeed about new trends emerging within the construction industry. This show is brought to you in partnership with Place Engage, a data-driven platform for more successful public consultation and community engagement for your next development project. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Tony Kelly, Director of ProTray. Uh, Tony, you're very welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Good morning, Karen. How are things? Good, good. Thanks. So, Tony, ProTray, for anybody not familiar, what is the offering? Uh, uh, we are a tool design company and product product design company for tradespeople, by tradespeople. So my background is I've been an electrician for the last 20 years. And we see kind of new initiatives and new ways to improve the industry out there, uh, out on the ground for the guys that are doing a lot of the electrical installations and large scale projects. And it's a really interesting proposition, uh, product design by the trade for the trade. What what led to that? What's your own background? Um, again, my, my own background, as I say, I, I started out with my electrical apprenticeship when I was just finished, finished school. I was just 17. I uh, became fully qualified by the age of 22. 22 and I um, landed some great opportunities somewhat with some of the larger scale companies out there like Mercury Engineering, um, Introtech Limited as well. There's a couple of the larger names there that work on these large scale projects like the, the some of the large data centers and uh, these type of um, large industrial commercial product uh, projects. So from there, I kind of, uh, I say with my experience in those fields, I knew that there was, and I could see that there was areas where needed improvement, you know, or how we could do the job safer and quicker, faster. You know, at the end of the day, we're selling time and money. If we can get these jobs done quicker, um, the companies can, we can make a bit more money on these projects, you know, we can, we can tighten up the ship on it, you know. Um, from that, it kind of led to uh, me setting up my own electrical company, Tony Kelly Electrical Services, you know. Um, I suppose as that grew and grew, I, again, I could see these areas that needed improvement. Um, so we decided then to set up SPS Limited, which is Sensible Product Solutions, trading as ProTray. Um, and the reason why we chose the name ProTray, there is electrical containment uh, structures and cable management systems that go in on all of these large-scale projects. And I mean, there could be miles and miles of this stuff goes in. And funny enough, it's held down using a M6 gutter bolt. And there's never been a specific driver for this, this type of bolt. So we sat down with the design team and we came up with a concept. And uh, two and a half years later, we're on the market and we got the, uh, we got the Irish patent on it. And we're now putting forward for the international and worldwide patents on it. Um, there's a lot, a lot of work going on in the background and how we can grow ProTray with new products and new business partnerships and growing it internationally as well so hopefully in, in in 24 months you'll be looking at pro tray as a, an international household name I, but i can absolutely see how that could happen <laughs> because we know um particularly given the kind of niches that you have worked in you know you, you mentioned their data centers we know that this is almost in the last decade not just a new type of construction but it requires a new type of delivery and if you're able to identify not just cable management solutions but actually the tools required to install them this is almost um, opening up a whole new area. So, so this new area of construction is actually opening up a whole new uh, category of tools, systems um, that that need to be to be designed around it. What was happening prior to this? Are I mean, were essentially was the industry making do with the tools that were available and trying to customize them on a job by job basis? 
Well, this is it, yeah. We're engineering every day on a job and guys are using kind of, you know, we would have the generic tools out there for for, for, for driving these, uh, you know, for driving these type of balls and uh, these type of systems. But um, they've nearly become obsolete. Like, you know, at this stage, um, it's like any new product when it comes to the market. It's always going to be... It's always going to be better. It's always going to maybe, I suppose, leave it faster and better uh, to, way to do the job, you know. Um, I found working in the industry where we're coming across these structures that were, weren't secure enough. And again, that's what inspired me to to go with the inventive side of bringing out these new tools. As you said there, the, the industry is growing all the time. So you'll be coming into all of the, uh, even for the end user out on your mobile phone, you're looking, say, logging in onto your Facebook and all of these um social media platforms, they all go back to these data centers. And these data centers are, you know, they're on such a large scale. There's so much work involved in them. You do need new tools and you need new initiatives to to build the construction side of these at a more um, in a more professional manner, I suppose, you know. Again, the end client, the likes of these uh, corporate companies that owned, owned these corporate corporations are looking for the... Um, looking for the high-skilled tradesmen, and that's why they come to Ireland. That's why they come here, and they know that they're going to get the skills that are required to build their constructions here. Yeah, and it, look, it's more than then just coming here. You know, we've seen over the past decade, and this has been uh, um, in a large way led by data centres and other types of construction, like clean rooms and others. Um, you know, we can see that the expertise in Ireland, it's not just about corporations coming to Ireland for that. They're taking this expertise. So actually, we're exporting expertise in a way that we might have only had the option to emigrate in previous times that actually we know that any of the highly skilled teams are actually um are, are working exactly uh, we saw the it we saw it, in the, the we, we yeah. saw it in the downturn in 2008 there was a lot of highly skilled mm-hmm. tradesmen left ireland here we're very very sought after you can see it all the time um when they're advertising for jobs uh, electrical jobs even with the data centers that are being being built in Sweden, Frankfurt, all across Europe, these data centers are going up, and some of the higher profile companies that I would have worked through uh, throughout my career are looking and sourcing for those highly skilled tradespeople from Ireland to go and work across in Europe and and use their expertise in those fields. You know, and um, what I'm really curious about is, you know, you mentioned there that for these uh, specialist jobs, and to be honest, um, we we know that uh, the increasing uh, digitization of the construction industry means that there's there are processes in place. We, we're seeing an increasing professionalization of how construction is delivered, and that's not just across data centers or commercial or clean rooms. We're seeing it across residential as well. We see it right yeah. across um, offsite and uh, with the introduction of MMC technologies. But actually, what I'm really curious about is you were going in, and as you described that you were engineering on a daily basis, you were engineering solutions almost on a case by case basis, which was probably giving you the expertise that that made your company very highly skilled and highly in demand and therefore able to pick and choose your work and able to scale. It's a really interesting approach that you took to actually design the tools that would not only allow your company to scale, but actually in a way it opens up what was quite a closed market for the industry you were either in it or you were you were out of it and um, you're now opening this up that actually other electrical uh, providers using your tools without the same level of experience will be able to get potentially get in and work they'll be on able to get jobs. worked on they'll be able to do it a lot a lot better a lot better and faster i suppose you know and, and a lot safer the, the structures that they will be installing will be installed to the correct manner now if they have the right tools in the toolkit you know um, we're growing. We're growing in the background all the time. Um, we have Protray 
Uh, UK has just set up over the over the last number of months there, so we'll be pushing into the UK and mainland Europe over the coming months with with, with our products, and we have uh, a whole lot of uh, new products in the kitty to to bring out over the next twelve months. Can it's you grown, give us? Can you give us any sight of that? Because again, like I'm, I'm so curious about the 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 choice that you've taken, uh, your approach to this. And and by the way, I think it's fabulous. I think you, you know you're looking at something that's globally scalable as opposed to trying to deliver solutions on a case by case basis that can only scale as fast as your team and the upskilling of your team and the growth yeah. of your team. So actually, so it it doesn't seem like a stretch to me to see this move globally. And I I would imagine that will probably move at a pace that we don't see across other forms of innovation. Um, but just in terms of, I suppose, the, the types of products, the types of problems you're identifying, is there an element there where you're co-creating with your clients or are you doing this entirely with yourself and your own team? It's entirely all my, all my, all my own incentive on it. Um, 90, 95% of the initiatives and ideas are are, are, are all my own. Um, I just see that I just see that the problems that need fixing and I just, you know, the light bulb goes off and when I'm driving to work to, to site at 5 30 in the morning, that's my that's my office and my time to think. And then when I get to site and say, yeah, this problem, this needs fixing, and this is how we're gonna do it, you know. I look, it t- it takes a lot of time and effort. I have a very understandable partner at home here that Realize when I work 45 or 50 hours a week out on site and then I come home and put another 30 or 40 hours in, in, in at home here, answering emails or in the office and, and things like that. You know, you have to have a, an understandable team behind you to, to jump on board with the craziness of some of the ideas. Not every idea will work, but um, that's why you just go back to the drawing board and, and redesign and, and find the final solution that will work and it's going to not only be a product that is going to um, be scalable on the market, but a product that actually works and it's going to it's going to work for the end user. Uh, your own time is one thing, but uh, product prototyping, testing, uh, it's it's fit for purpose. These are expensive activities. Have you bootstrapped or have you taken on investment? Uh, we have uh, been lucky enough to have the local enterprise board over the over from the beginning. Really, um, we have um, availed of some of their grants. We went to some of their initiative training programs um, when we initially started. So I would advise anybody that's looking to to start a business or think they might even have an idea, go and get the advice. It's a simple. 10-minute conversation with the local enterprise board and they will tell you from their advisors, look, you have something worthwhile or worth pursuing or not, you know. Um, again, they do have some great training programs to uh, aid you in growing your business or even starting a business, you know. So we're lucky enough to to have those on board at the start. As regards initial investment, then um, it's all kind of financially backed from, from, from myself at the moment. Um, we're lucky enough to have a successful electrical company that has been able to support it right up to this point, you know. Very good. And, um, you know, in addition to the product prototyping and testing that, that needs to happen, it's also, this is the type of endeavor that you just have to be so careful about protecting your IP. And I know you mentioned there in terms of your patents, but again, another expensive activity, but also it's one that you have to do at the right time, because actually when you start to bring a product to market, um, you need to be looking at protection quite early on. How was that process for you? And you're probably sick of people telling you about how the IP laws are, are in the yeah, process. Again, of we have, we, we, we've, 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 uh, we use a very uh, highly rated um, patent, uh, patent attorneys in Dublin, Tompkins, uh, Tompkins Limited, and they're to, to have been instrumental in, um, I suppose, educate me and all the ins and the outs of, of, of specific products and the IP and how it all works. And 
and we were lucky enough to get the ball rolling on it quickly, fairly quick. Like as soon as I had kind of discussed my idea with some of my close colleagues, I said, "Look, you need to get a patent on this." So uh, again, went back to the drawing board, done a little bit of research on Google, and and I came across these guys. Uh, had an initial meeting with them, and look, it took it took a bit of time to get the patent, uh, the patent, I suppose, terminology correct. They were back and forward with the patent office. So, uh, I won't give a figure on it, but it would cost a lot of money to 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 get it to get it to uh, to get it to that point, you know. Um, yeah. Sometimes it kind of can, it can be deflating to see that you're throwing away all this money on, on a particular product and to trying to get a patent on it. But we were successful in the end, you know. Thank God. Um, um, I, I'm very aware that as this scales and particularly as you look at moving outside of Ireland and your time is spent increasingly on that, it will mean less time for you with your electrical team on site. So therefore, potentially less opportunity to see problems um, that you can address. So um, I'm lucky enough to have uh, two, two, two business partners um, that have came on board with us here in 2023. Um, they're cross-border and it's going to see us, um, as I say, just going to see the guys there taking over some of the daily running of the business and, and stuff like that, you know, and pushing it right out across. They, they, the guys are actually flying out next week to to China to some of to China to um, source some of our new product designs and see if we can uh, import import some of our new designs of our new products from, from from China and Taiwan and other areas like that. You know. Okay, and tell me what is can can you give us any specifics about some of the tools that you're looking at at maybe venturing outside of Ireland with initially? What can you share with us? I can't really give a whole lot away on that card, I'm afraid, at the moment. We again we've just we were we're just looking at growing the business. Um the, the concept ideas that we have again are, are in some of the design stage and then there are other products that we have launched throughout the year and we're working on the patents and stuff for those. So um I won't give away too much on that. <laughs> right. Well then tell us initially what geographies you're looking at. You mentioned the UK. Yeah, we're looking at UK, um, probably Spain, France, um, the Netherlands, Germany, places like that that uh, have a um, high volume of again back to the data centers for these high level of construction and a high level of um, commercial project, commercial and industrial projects where we see the pro trade products really um aiding these projects to 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 be finished in a professional standard you know and in terms of your route to market are you looking at maybe entering some of these um some of these new jur jurisdictions through your existing clients will it be going in bringing your existing team working um for clients that you might have had in ireland who are doing similar projects outside of ireland yeah, we are. We've uh, we've actually lined up some demo days with some of the larger electrical contractors, and um, so that will bring us in again to highlight and showcase the uh, project products to the guys out on the ground, to the end user, um, uh, and that again these these are the large scale companies which are involved in a lot of the uh, the projects here at home in Ireland, right across Europe. So if we can nail down a couple of demo demonstration days with these guys, and um, we actually have two demonstration days coming up next month with um, one with Mercury Engineering and another with another large-scale company. So if we can get those uh, across the, the way, like these these companies are working worldwide, they're worldwide companies. So if we can get the product out there, it'll help us grow it internationally, you know. Fantastic. And very best of luck with those. And I suppose before we finish up, you might just um, mention how you are navigating, um, I suppose, the element of competition here as well. Because, again, you mentioned here that we really do have two separate enterprises going on. So you still have the electrical services company. Um, so obviously that that would put you in a position of competing with other electrical services providers. Uh, but yet 
that cohort of competition is the customer base you need for ProTrace. So how are you kind of navigating that? Yeah, well, it's, again, it's given me the opportunity when I am on these large-scale projects myself, uh, working uh, uh, working with the um, on the electrical installation. It's allowing me to promote. Uh, it's allowing me to promote these safety products and the hand tools that that, that ProTrade provide. And the minute the guys see it, we actually have an initiative now on the on the current project where we are. Um, we have an initiative for the apprentices and the guys underground to. Um, fill out their, their safety cards every week and they just get a name picked out of the hat, hat every week too and they'll get a free pro tray socket set. So, you know, it, it's all about product awareness and, and promotion. So whatever works, you know. <laughs> very, very good. Very good. Look, Tony, we definitely love to keep an eye on your progress and um, particularly monitor the progress of pro tray as you're venturing outside of the Irish market. But there's a massive amount of potential um, within the Irish market as well. So very best of luck as you navigate kind of the patent process. I know IP can really be one of those things that can delay a product going to market for Thank a year you. and two years. So, um, and best of luck with your demo do- days over the next couple of weeks. I Thank you. I just really ask people exciting. to keep an, eye, keep, keep, keep an eye out on the social media posts. Give us a follow on TikTok and Instagram. Um, we're up for uh, the International Business Award with the Carlo Chamber of Commerce on the 28th of September. So, uh, keep an eye, keep an eye out for that, and keep an eye on the post. Um, we'll have plenty of content coming up. We'll have more trade shows and stuff coming up as well in the future. So just keep an eye, follow us on social media, and uh, keep up to date of what we're at. Oh, fantastic, Tony! The very best of luck to yourself and to the team there at ProTray. And thanks a million for sharing your journey so far. And we'll definitely check in with you in a couple of months and see how that is going. Cheers, Karen. Uh, Talk to you soon. Thank you. And um, so that was Tony Kelly, director of ProTray, and that's all we've time for today. My thanks to everybody for listening in, and also thanks to show producer Katie Tallon and to the podcast production team at Hear Me Roar Media. Um, our thanks to our sponsor Place Engage for making these conversations possible. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast and check out all of the other real estate and construction shows on iProperty Radio. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next episode of Breaking Ground on iProperty Radio.